This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Who doesn't love a list? <laughs> it appeals to the OCDness in people, I think. I can quickly drum a um, targeted media database for pretty much any client with any topic of interest, which is really invaluable to me. Hi and welcome to Influencing Insider. I'm your host, Mike Woodcock. Joining us today is Stephanie Nutzer, editor at Lifehacker Australia. She's here to talk about her work, her audience, and how she keeps stories under control with so much content to cover and so much ground to look at. Um, thanks, Stephanie, for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Excited to chat. Yeah, it's been a little while. We've 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 had had Lifehacker in mind for a while and then i saw it was um star wars day yeah um in the diary coming up and i thought oh, i might bring life hacker and see if we can get the stars to align around that and sure enough they did yeah perfect love it um so you are you a bit of a fan star wars fan yeah oh yeah certainly absolutely yeah, yeah. you have to say that today i think you got um, it. <laughs> So um, at the intro, I introduced you as, as editor at Lifehacker Australia. Um, I just wanted to start out by quickly looking at um, the audience that you're, you're serving here in Australia and the differences between Australia and maybe Lifehacker generally. Yeah. Um, I think one of the key areas that we see a little bit of a difference between Lifehacker Australia and the, uh, the US is that uh, we kind of work towards a slightly uh, younger audience has been part of the pedestrian group um, um, here. Uh, it just is something that we've kind of consciously made a choice around. And so we look at kind of answering any and all questions around life and how to make life run a little more seamlessly for you. But we'll move a little bit away from the parenting side of content and um, uh, I guess more so look at people who might be, might be living in share houses and like young relationships and things like that and kind of helping them navigate all the tricky questions that come up throughout life. Share houses are a thing again, which is crazy. I remember them back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. uh, are you handling all the content through um, Lifehacker Australia or uh, have you got folks that help you out? Uh, do you outsource content? Yeah, so we have a teeny tiny little team, but uh, everyone is an incredibly hard worker. So we've got, there's myself, um, we've got Lauren Rouse, who's our full-time writer, and then we have Kai Stewart, who also helps on uh, writing, but works across uh, Lifehacker, Gizmodo, and Kotaku. Mm -hmm. So that's the main sort of structure of the team that we have. Uh, and then we also have some freelancers who are incredible, who help out across certain content areas like we've got some who focus in the health space and others who might do um a little more in like relationships and things like that so that kind of helps beef out our content because we are a small but mighty team 
Um, what sort of stories are you are you looking at at the moment? What's topical for you guys? Um, what sort of yeah. deadlines are you working to as well? Yeah. Um, so in terms of what what is uh, what people are responding to a lot and saying what we're focusing on, there's been a real uptick in interest around travel, which is cool. So uh, we're doing uh, a lot of work in that space, but then also obviously money. Everybody's got money front of mind at the moment with the cost of living. Um, you know, tax time is huge for us. That always gets a, a massive response from our from our audience, and obviously the budget. Um, has definitely uh, will be placing a lot of attention on that. Um, so they're the areas that we're kind of focusing on uh, for the for the moment being. Um, but then obviously we have those kind of bread and butter areas like you know your food content. Um, we have a lot of entertainment coverage as well, and then um, things like relationships and um, health more generally. So yeah. Are you finding uh, video content um, more important these days? Yeah, yeah. So we have kicked off a uh, TikTok account, which really works super well with the kind of stuff that we publish on on Lifehacker. If you see, like, I mean, just in the name, obviously, then then like TikTok is is full of hacks, um, and we've seen some really great responses to the stuff we've been publishing there, which is cool. Um, we've been putting uh, a lot more time and energy towards building that out and seeing what exciting things we can produce, which has been really fun. Um, and yeah, I think that's something that we're going to be focusing on with a little bit um, more energy in the, in the coming months. So watch your space. We'll be doing some fun things. Okay. Um, <laughs> turning, turning briefly back to, to the content, um, yeah. are you the best person to reach out to if somebody was to reach out with a pitch um, and, mm. and, or, or and, and if so, could we uh, just get your best contact point for that? Yeah, definitely. You can email me. I might be a little bit slow to respond. I am sorry. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, you can also uh, contact Lauren or Kai, who are, who are great um, across email as well. I'd say email is the best um, point of contact for all of us. But I'm at um, I'm just stephanie.nutso at pedestriangroup.com.au. So you can reach out to me on there and feel free to follow up if, if you haven't heard from me because sometimes I will miss things. Um, as we are a tiny team, it is quite busy. So there have been many times where I've missed things and then it's come back and mm. I've seen it been, you know, um, really relevant and I've wanted to run it. So please don't uh, um, be afraid to follow up. Okay. Um, how do we make a, how would we make a, a, a story stand out for you then? What, what makes a good pitch? What makes a bad pitch? What makes something jump mm. out at you? So for us, um, we have a really strong SEO base on the site. So anything that people are going to be Googling will probably appear on site. It also just is like the kind of content that, you know, uh, works better. But um, uh, I would say if you can kind of like, I guess a few different ideas on like the types of, angles that may um available with whatever the pitch might be related to i love chatting to an expert i love a bit of data personally um and i will always be looking for like a longer arm so um you asked earlier about deadlines which we have the luxury of being able to do a lot of evergreen kind of content we don't often um 
when I'm off in pressure to stick to, you know, the news cycle too closely. Um, and so if we can kind of find a way to uh, cover areas of cover different areas and, and have them done in a way that will be relevant for a longer period of time, that's going to be really attractive to me because then we can sort of find ways to um, jump onto it, but maybe not necessarily right that minute, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for outlining that. Um, Dexter Flint's asked, what do you need to get a story or a product onto the TikTok? Oh, um, I guess so if it's like something that people are chatting about, that's gonna gonna be something that we're interested in popping up on TikTok because obviously people are using that almost like a Google um, platform now. So this, if there's interest, if there's search, that will be something. Um, Product-wise, if there's a hack that we can test out, um, or even just uh, quick little reviews I've done with coffee machines before. Just if I've been like at an event and trying something, like just getting hands on a on an item just very quickly, that has worked well in the past. Um, what else? I think they're the main kind of ways that come to mind for me, but I'm always open to ideas, so, yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of open to ideas, um, do you guys get out um, out of the office and, and go to uh, um, for meals and, and events and entertainment and things like that? Yeah, we try to. I, like, uh, if it's during the day, it's a little bit hard just because of the size of the team, obviously, but I definitely do try to go because um, – I think they're really great for ideas and also just being able to speak to the people behind um, the brand or whatever um, the event is related to can just, I guess, give you a better sense of, of what it is. And I, I find them very useful when I can get there. So I try to. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. There's only so many hours in the day and there's a lot of work to yeah. be done. Um, uh, uh, product testing and, and reviews, um, is, is that, how important is that? Yeah, I, I see them as really important. We um, we have like a, a section on the site, we call them real life reviews, and we try to test out, it's usually things that people will be using around the home, but it's pretty broad. We, anything that, you know, everyday people may be um, interested in buying or, or, or trying, we want to test them out firsthand and sort of like write about the experience of what a regular person is, is likely going to experience when trying that thing. Um, and we've seen a lot of success in that space. So that's something I am trying to ramp up. And um, especially when it comes to like kitchen appliances and um, that's a space that we've seen a lot of success and a lot of interest. Cause I guess, you know, there are like a, a million air fryers out there and things like that. So I, yes. I, I'm very kind of continuing to give people some feedback on what may be the right um product for them yeah we we love our air fryer it was very cheap <laughs> but we we love it um we're, we're open to exploring other air fryers um deborah iverson asked do you or anyone in your team have a doggy that would love some yuggy, yummy dog food um <laughs> <laughs> i do <laughs> i parents my parents have a dog um i my dog in my heart but he doesn't live with me so but i could pass them pass that over to him yeah all right thanks deborah um and tess johnson asks are you open to coffee or virtual catch-ups with prs to connect on upcoming angles that you're interested in yeah i am and i i try to pop them in the calendar when i can and i i'm sorry if like i've been 
you know, slow to respond and anything like that. But definitely, yes, I find like, you know, putting a face to a name is always a great way to kick off a relationship and it's always just nice to get out of the office every so often as well. So totally. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and, and can I just ask our audience, if anybody wants to pop in any questions, um, uh, Steph is is more than willing to to ask answer anything she told me um, while we were warming up. So thank you, Steph. Um, one thing I did want to ask was, is there a favourite story or news item that you've worked on, something that stands out for you, um, something you've really enjoyed? Yeah. Um, it's one that I did a little while ago, but it, it just comes up front of mind for me because <clears throat> um, it was quite a big story personally for me. I did a piece on a new, uh, well, at the time it was relative, relatively new, um, offering where it was a like proactive fertility testing um, option for, for people. And I went through the experience, I tested it out firsthand and I, I wrote about it and it was a very emotional piece and it took a lot to to do so I was very proud of myself for writing that one but I think the reason it stands out was also because a, um, a lot of people messaged me afterwards saying like thank you for sharing the experience and um writing on like such a I guess an a, a emotional topic for a lot of people so I think that one just kind of really stands out um above a lot of the others just because of that response that I got and I think that's the reason that I do what I do and like um you know to help people get some insight and I guess have their experiences feel like see their experiences reflected back on um on the site so yeah yeah no, th thank you for sharing that that's a that's <laughs> that's a that's a very personal thing so thank you so much for sharing that what, what do you think it is about a piece of content that makes people connect in that way <sighs> I think like uh, being open to being a little bit, a little bit vulnerable, and knowing that, like you know, we're all people. We all go through um, like a whole myriad of things throughout life. Um, and I don't know. I guess, like personally, when I've read things that have, uh, and I can see that the writer has shown like a lot of themselves in it. Like I will really respond to that because um, I know it can be difficult to do. But then also, it's really comforting to to know that there are other people who have experienced something similar. So um, as a reader, that's how I've kind of found it. And so when I am writing it, I always try to keep that in mind as well. That connection. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, speaking of topical things and, and connecting, um, something that I am, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more myself, I mean, my phone's never stopping with 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 scam calls and texts and things like that. Um, yeah, Sebastian's asked, are you interested in cyber tips for people to avoid scams or stay safe online? I mean, the only thing I can think of these days is throw my phone out the window, but that's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> I have definitely considered throwing mine as well. Um, yeah, tips and tricks is like hugely life hacker space. So um, we have covered this area in in the past. So um, definitely interested and um, any way that we can kind of you know, service journalism is very much our area, so whatever we can kind of offer people to make things a little bit easier, totally send it my way. Perfect. Um, Stephanie, I, I think that's going to do us for today. I really appreciate you taking some time out. I know that you've, you're have quite pushed for time, so I appreciate it. Um, is there anything that you wanted to leave us with, um, anything that's super critical or anything that you guys are working on right now that that we, we should know about? Oh, um, I guess... 
yeah the, like yeah the the um areas that I touched on before like specifically travel and money are like a really front of mind but the way that I always kind of like to talk about life hacker is like you know if people are asking questions if people are, are googling things they're looking for a little bit of insight it's probably going to be on site so that's the best way to kind of think about what we might be covering just as a general rule um but yeah if not send send me an email ask a question i'm always happy to chat so yeah thank Perfect. you look thank you so much for joining us on insider today i very much appreciate it and i look forward to seeing you next friday night at the it journalism yeah. awards no looking forward to it thank you so much i appreciate the chat that's right thank you stephanie bye now bye so thanks so much for joining us again on Insider today. Next week, we'll be on a break as we prepare for the 21st annual Samsung IT Journalism Awards. Until then, bye for now.